Friday, delightfully enough, and that time of the week when we ask one of our Culturefile guests to tell us about some of the things that have been providing light in the darkness, floating their boats, or even just offering moments of distraction. And this time it's the turn of composer Dara Kelly to share with us his Culturefile likes. My name is Dara Kelly. I'm a composer and musician living in London, originally from Drimna in Dublin. One book that I've been particularly taken with recently has been The Romance of American Communism by Vivian Gornick. It details uh, the rise of the Communist Party in America and its members and organisers and its eventual downfall. One thing I think Gornick really gets across is the utopian vision that these ordinary people and workers and organisers had And she speaks very movingly about communism, which I think is often neglected in America and Western Europe. That is on Verso Books. A live concert I've seen recently is Elaine Michener performing with Apartment House at Wigmore Hall. I think Elaine Michener is one of the most talented vocalists around right now. Her range is amazing from weird extended techniques to classical vocals. At the beginning of lockdown last year, I watched a concert of hers live broadcast from Cafe Oto, and it was one of the most magical things I've ever seen, I think. It consisted of just her on a cappella vocals for about 40 minutes, and I've never truly seen anyone do such things with their voice. Uh, she's a real wonder. That Wigmore Hall concert is available on their YouTube channel for a short while now, I believe. An interesting film I've watched recently is Patrick Keeler's Robinson in Space. During lockdown, my boyfriend and I started a documentary club with about eight other people and each week or fortnight we each pick a documentary and talk about it. I chose this quite esoteric strange documentary from 1997 by the former architect then filmmaker Patrick Keeler in which a fictional narrator and his unseen companion Robinson are hired to discover the problem of England. It's part of a trilogy the first one London is perhaps the more famous one. And the third in the trilogy is Robinson in Ruins. I think these films are kind of like no others, blending travelogue and political critique and are quite unique visually in that they're made up of just a sequence of static shots of various locations throughout England. Reality, as it evolves, sweeps me with it. I found that online on the BFI website. By everything, and though not everything strikes me in the same way, I'm always struck by the same basic contradiction. Although I can always see how beautiful anything could be if only I could change it. On TV, since University Challenge and Only Connect, the Monday night BBC quizzes have ended. I've been completely devastated. Uh, My Monday routine was to force my boyfriend to watch them with me and then gloat when I inevitably won each. (laughs) My goal is to eventually get on a university challenge. In fact, I think it's the only reason I'm preparing to do a PhD. A new podcast that I really like is Soundmaking, presented by the composer Matthew Shlomovitz. 
It's a kind of contemporary classical experimental music spin on Song Exploder in which they interview one composer and musician and get them to talk through one piece of theirs. I think it's nice for a podcast like this to exist to focus attention away from pop music, which tends to get all the analysis. So plenty of the instruments around me featured on the track that we're going to listen to as well. So the, the, the principal one, I suppose, is a guitar, which is buried quite deep in the track. But it's a nylon strung guitar that's really kind of uh, really a, a terrible broken instrument. That I've found Food-wise, I've gone through several phases of hating food for several weeks, I think due to having to make it every day. I'm sure that's been a common occurrence for many people to leaning heavily on one particular type of food that I will eat for breakfast, lunch and dinner. That food has usually been halloumi. My drink of choice recently has been a dirty martini. I bought incredibly fancy cocktail glasses that are quite ridiculous and tiny, but hold the correct amount, apparently. And I use London dry gin, a little bit of olive brine and a really nice Spanish olive with a chilled glass. One scent I've been gifted by my lovely boyfriend James recently is Malin and Goet's Leather. I have never bought a scent for myself. I've always deep down felt it was just that bit too luxurious. I guess I feel like I don't deserve to spend that much money on something so incredibly frivolous. At least fancy clothes keep you from being naked in public, whereas scents are completely useless. But there is something nice about being gifted a scent and using it for a long time. Called leather. I guess it just smells like leather. (laughs) I'm not very good at describing scents. (laughs) The likes of Dara Kelly there. Coming up tomorrow evening, it's this month's Culture File Debate, when we'll look at the disturbance in the art world caused by the arrival of the blockchain, with the help of our regular tech soothsayer Ashlyn Kelleher, along with painter Huey O'Donoghue, crypto art pioneer Ruth Catlow, and art financialization researcher Rachel O'Dwyer. That's at 6.30 tomorrow evening. Meanwhile, what I hesitate to call the normal edition of the Culture File Weekly features Tom Keeley's wandering in the Irish borderlands, Naomi Lefebvre's experimental novel of post-Bataclan France, Poetics of Work, and Paddy Woodworth's latest addition to the Naturalist Bookshelf. And that is available right this minute on your podcast feeds.